Yes, guys, what's good? You're tuned into Mango Masala, Pi Radio South Asian show. My name's Gerns, and I'm joined here by Halima and Simran. First time Hello. in forever. Where's what, what's been happening, guys? Slacking. Simran's been doing her master's whatever. Halima's been doing her traveling, whatever. Meanwhile, I've been here Graphic. week in, week out, <laughs> sailing the ship. You have, you have. Yeah. And if you haven't noticed already, um, Halima sounds not her usual chirpy self. Guys, we started talking about it just before and I said to Carlos, listen, start running the show because I need to complain to my people on air. I'm not feeling good. Basically, I was ill. I was in Manchester um, about three weeks ago and I was, I was in, wait, start of, Bro, I don't even, I can't think, I can't think. I was in Manchester maybe about a month ago, three weeks ago, something like that. And I was ill and I was ill for like a whole week and I was bed bound and it just wasn't good. And then I thought to myself, do you know what? That was a horrible experience, but at least that's my flu done for the year. I don't have to think about it again. Tell me why three weeks later I've come out to London and I'm ill again. I think there's a Manchester flu and I think there's a London flu. And because I'm between both cities, I've had both of them different germs in it someone told me that's why you get freshers flu when you start uni because there's all different germs from different parts of the country that you're not used to because like all of a sudden you're getting germs from like norwich you know trust me dog i honestly i thought to myself like you know what i'm gonna be cal- i'm calm now i don't need to worry about the flu it's bodied me again and you know what i'm aggressively taking vitamins now I've yeah. actually, like I've got like three but three bottles of like vit- my mom just like persistently supplies me with vitamins and they go stale and I just end up throwing them out and I've had a bottle of three different like vitamins on my desk like for since I've moved in here for like what three four months now I haven't touched them and yeah. yesterday I just started like guzzling them. Well, this is the thing like you do like because it used to work as well you need to just make sure you take them all the time. And then your body does build up that immune system. Because, like, growing up, like, whenever my mum would make breakfast, she'd always, like, put, like, sort of, like, she'd be, like, fruit on a plate and then vitamins on the side. I just never used, I just never used to get um, ill, whatever. That's so good. good. My immune system is whack. Yeah. I eat a lot of fruit and veg, but I don't take any vitamins. And obviously, I'm I'm already got deficiency and I'm anemic and stuff like that. So, but you know what it is? It's like I'm very all or nothing. Like I don't feel like if I've taken a vitamin once, I feel like I need to have like lifelong immunity. I just don't understand the prospect of like incrementally building my immunity. It's just bad. It's like the opposite of something like antibiotics, where if you take it all the time, you literally become immune to the antibiotics. And yeah. Then- doesn't work anymore but that's what my that's my thing is so guys next time we have a um a show hold me accountable ask me if i've continued to take my vitamins <laughs> i'm so bad at it Be accountable for my vitamins i'm seriously i'm suffering you lot i'm actually suffering i like your jacket today your fleece i was gonna compliment it for me thank you it was actually a birthday present that i got because it was my birthday last all right week. all right to 26 guys yeah. <laughs> It's my birthday. If you're watching this when we're live. Yeah, it actually is Simran's birthday I'm really today. hoping um, these don't say 32. Because on my screen, no. they say 32. Or it 30. says 23, but the two is the wrong around. So it says S3. Carlos, how do you feel about 26? Because Carlos, I feel like this is every year we have this like, little roundup. Because Carlos and I were only one of birthdays. You guys are old. 
I'm also <laughs> Carlos, how did you actually feel? Like, you don't really care. Like, me, it really gets to me, man. Right. Simran, we'll get on to your 23 in a second. All about me, first of all. 26 is all right, you know. Like, I think I said it to you guys, and I still stand by it, um, that it feels nice to say. Um, I just think it's like, I feel comfortable in the word 26. I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like I'm 26. However, I did kind of have a little bit of like a, not a moment, but it was like, it was either yesterday or the day before. I was just in the shower looking in the mirror and I was just like, you're 26. And I was like, okay, yeah, like you're, you're, um, you're, you're an adult now. You, You can't cling on to that. Like you're not really part of the young adult anymore, I would say. You're an established adult. Yeah. You know what? Like I always say this part of life is just so like tumultuous, like this age, because there's people like who are 26 and they are settled, like they've got a house, mortgage, family, kids, everything. And I think Carlos is more on that spectrum. Like you're in, you're engaged, you're going to get married very soon. And like, you've got your own place you're establishing your career and then there's other 26 who are like just you know traveling don't have a stable job none of these things just enjoying kind of like their youth just clinging onto the youth and whatever and I feel like those that they're, they're so convergent but they're both very valid like experiences of being six right very valid like versions of what 26 or like your mid-20s in general look like um so it's just, I don't, it's just such a weird age to There's be. There's no like right or wrong in it. No, I mean, no, like, yeah. right way to be. You could be just, you could be literally like not even have a job or a residence, just be off in the world and you could have kids and, and, and a husband or a wife. And they're both, if you tell people you're 26, it's not unusual experiences. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's probably why like 26 doesn't like touch you too much, but also like, I think age is different for men and women in it. Yeah. Women are socialized to think differently, but how are you feeling about being 23, Simran? Yeah. Literally, it's so weird. Like... Oh my God. <laughs> you guys don't feel so bad about just being my age. <laughs> I'm being youth shamed here on this show. It's like reverse ageism. Um, listen, yeah. I, I, my experience is also valid. <laughs> I'm going to complain in my own right. My, my only complaint is that I'm no longer, like, really young. Like, 22, I could get away with a lot of, like, oh, my God, you're 22. And now it's like, yeah, you're 23. What was I doing when I was 23? Well, this is the thing, Halima, I was saying, like, a couple of weeks back. 23 is the age me and you were when we entered the pandemic. So it's a weird thought. I just turned 23 and then I went to Cambridge to do a master's. And then the pandemic hit. Wait, so how old was I? 20? Yeah, I think so. 23 was a great age for me though, I'm not gonna lie, like pre before the pandemic, 23 I'd say like was one of my favourite ages to this day, like I really live life, you know. I feel like 23 is when it starts getting serious. No, but 23 is also when it starts getting fun because you're kind of like, like 21, 22 is still kind of like uni, like if you're, you know, doing a master's or whatever else. Um, and then from 23, you're kind of like, it's like the real adult world. You know, like you're really in charge of like your social life and your career and all of those things. And at 23, I'm not even gonna lie, for me it was fun. I was just out here, I was outside, I was just having fun every single day. Yeah. And you start making money as well, like. Yeah, my next big thing is moving out, but I know that's not gonna happen for such a long time. Oh yeah, what's the, what's the update with you moving out? It's just not gonna happen. Because like, 
cost of living crisis well first of all yeah but also like i actually thought about it i live in slough yeah my commute to work is 40 minutes an hour on a bad day i'd be spending like half my paycheck to live somewhere that would cut my commute by like 20 minutes what's the point the only reason you'd move out is like and i know from kind of my circles and stuff people move out because they just need to get the hell out of their parents well, this is the thing i think not i'm not in such a situation where i'm like oh i need to get the hell out like i'm chilling do you know what i mean there's nothing like that because i know people are in situations who are like either a they just need to get the hell out or b they're getting charged rent anyway so it's like i may as well pay rent and live somewhere on my ones in it yeah. i'm in a very lucky position that i'm not in either of those two positions yeah, exactly there's no, one, there's no incentive really so i'm pretty comfy yeah 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 yeah. now for me it was literally like I just I couldn't live in my parents house like I just feel like especially once you've lived out out out, out of your family yeah. home but it's so difficult it's just so difficult and I was like oh my god like I'd still love to live in the north but yeah like the next stage for me would definitely be moving out but whether that happens in the next year or the next like three years I don't know but also, like, people are moving out so much later of their parents' house. Like, people are literally in their 30s still living at home because... Yeah, I mean, at that point, people. I would hope to have moved out. But, like, yeah, right yeah. now, I just don't... There's literally no feasible, like, need for me to do it. Yeah, but I mean, like, at 23, it's not... I don't think it's an expectation the way it might have been, like... 20. Also, what's your experience been, like, renting in London? Because, man, it's terrifying. It's actually... It was... Like, trying to find a place was, like, the trenches. It took me... It, to be fair, like I left it to like, a, like maybe two weeks, but I know London's like rental market has like a really quick turnaround. Yeah. You can't find someone and be like, okay, I'm going to come in two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming this weekend or whatever. Um, but it's just like, I was looking, I only used spare room and what everyone who I know has been like looking to rent has had said the exact same thing. Like they just don't get responses because someone will put something on the market and then, they'll get genuinely like 30 messages a day for like one one little room in a house share so they don't even get around to responding so I find it really hard to get responses and then I think in the end I got really lucky with my house now um it's in like a refurbished house at a really reasonable um rent price all bills included I honestly think I just got lucky in the end I was gonna say something about birthdays week. I know Halima you say you get very like reflective around your birthday and I feel like I'm very much taken out on is it happening do you, do you guys see my long instagram captions every single year my i really like i like it i'm like okay so i don't know if like okay for the people listening my life has changed so much in a oh, month really in a month right like i finished my masters that i thought was never gonna end i went away twice in a week for the first time since 2020 like way before the pandemic and I got a job, like a big boy job that I was like, I'm never going to get employed because I'm not working for a long time because I just want to sit on my ass for a bit. But then it happened and now I'm here. Right. That's always the worst part in it. Like me, when I first got my job, I was like, oh, yeah, great. I got a job. But oh, man, and I have to work. <laughs> and, now, and now I clock in at nine and I'm like, yeah, seriously. Now it doesn't even feel like it's my birthday. Well, today is my birthday for those listening but we're recording this early it doesn't feel like my birthday at all and everyone's like yeah this is what happens when you get older but like no this is really not my birthday like but you'll feel like it's your birthday on the day or from friday when you start celebrating yeah i think so because i haven't really celebrated my birthday since before covid oh mad oh, but also like you've been so busy like moving out like finishing up starting a job like you've got a lot of time to have that build up i feel like i literally went from like rock bottom to like it's my birthday 
Oh, is that where you were, really? No, because the end of my disc was so bad. Like, it was... How did it go? How did it go? We have the, the thesis and stuff like cool like I feel like it was fine but um the experience of it was so bad in that I think I was like half mourning like not being a student anymore after four years and just being like oh my god what it's is a this really different period it is. yeah not just four years it's what you've known your whole life yeah you've been a student your whole life I've spoken about it so much on the show in that I became my own person at uni yeah a lot of like we spoke about the cultural reasons about going from somewhere like Slough to somewhere like Liverpool but like the difference was crazy and I just feel like coming back it was like oh my god and then not being able to like distract myself because all I had to do was write like my dissertation right mm-hmm. so like until it was submitted but then when it was submitted I actually felt like so much happier it's all over now that's the main yeah. thing it's all over now yeah. it's so weird thinking back that was just new, pastures, ago. Isn't it? new pastures that's what they say i'm just really terrified like talking of low moods i'm so terrified for winter i'm <sighs> taking vitamin d i've been taking vitamin d for like two weeks now every single day is it <laughs> i will let you know if it works <laughs> what? why are you laughing or oh, it's because you said you've been taking vitamin d for the past two weeks is that bad Vitamin D. Oh, God, Carlos, I <laughs> Carlos, you're actually gross. Sometimes I forget that he's a boy. Oh, yeah, you know what? It's true, because I'm sitting here, and I'm always like, Carlos is written by a woman. He's not like that. And then this allow, happens. Allow it. Allow it. <laughs> you said it, not me. God. Carlos can't relate, because he likes winter. I like... You like being cozy. Yeah. I'm okay. terrified. I know. Red, there's such a red flag when people prefer winter. You know that. I don't prefer winter necessarily, oh. but I think I do like. Um, I I like the feeling of it being cold outside and you being inside, like all wrapped up, like. Not in this energy crisis, my love. Well, obviously, yeah. Now it's been ruined, but like, yeah. Anyway. Like I said, can we stop talking about stuff that I can't relate to. Moving on from um, New Pastures. Like we said, this is Saturday that this is going out, but we're, we're recording this on Thursday, the 20th of October. So a couple of hours ago, Liz Truss came outside number 10 and announced that she's <laughs> resigning. You know yeah. what? Like earlier on in the day today, some of like people, because obviously they're dropping like flies, Kwasi went. <laughs> someone tweeted earlier today like it's a, like it feels like a new pm day to me and i was just reading like bad people saying it and i was thinking there's no way i was thinking hey, these people are so funny oh my god no way <laughs> yeah, literally as soon as carlos sent the message on our group chat the, that's when the notification came up on my phone and i thought how is this is this legal people always say like you know what the US, if it was any other country, they would have invaded by now to yeah. reinstall democracy. Oh, yeah. Have you seen about the um, lettuce? The oh, Daily Star yeah. lettuce. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Like, I actually saw it beforehand, like, before today. I saw, like... Yeah. Like, it, it obviously, like, it was kind of viral. And I remember seeing it thinking, like, oh, my God, that's so funny, but ha, 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 ridiculous. Yeah. My favourite thing was clicking on it today and... um 
it was I clicked on it and sound came on because it's yeah, still li- it's still live streaming and it yeah. was like a house version of Celebration by Cool and the Gang <laughs> like disco lights going around and I hate this kind of music so much. <laughs> Wait. They were they live streaming the letters. Yeah, the whole time yeah. because obviously it was getting more and more like wilted. They needed to like <laughs> demonstrate that no one could like no one could say, "Oh, you swapped the letters." Yeah, <laughs> they were feeding so it Gregs funny. and stuff. That is the most British thing. Like wanting. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, so I'm saying this might be a conspiracy theory. So big allegedly on this, yeah. My conspiracy is that Suella done that whole thing on purpose because it's such a light mistake like it's such a non-mistake mistake as in people have stayed in cabinet for way more oh, yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. this is hypothetical guys this yeah, is all well, hypothetical that's what I said, big allegedly on the shall we all like, explain what the actual mistake was as well was that she sent a personal yeah. e- um, important information from a personal email that was what happened for anyone like doesn't know as mistakes go it wasn't that deep. People have stayed in cabinet for much more serious mistakes than that. So I feel like she wanted out. And then literally before it even really came to light what she did, before anyone even really spoke about it, she was like, yep, I'm out. See ya. You know? Guys, I'm not going to lie. I've just like literally, because <clears throat> I've been ill, I've been binge watching and I just finished the final episode like 10 minutes before our, our, our recording now. I've been watching the capture on BBC. Have you heard of it? No. The one about everything. God, no, it's amazing. It's so good. It's like a British crime political drama. And it's literally, it's all about like big tech and politics and how like tech literally controls all of politics and how deeply embedded and how we're just all under the control of like big tech and, and how all of government and all of politics is just literally all under the control of big tech and how none of our like actions or decisions are ourselves and and it's just it's it's proper like got to me it's proper sent me worse and now i'm seeing all of this and i'm like i just don't trust anything i see do you know what i mean it's my hypothetical conspiracy that she set it up because before it even really came to light she was like yeah sorry i've done this i'm out and then after this was like what one day after liz was in house of commons by the way we all know house of commons is a joke british politics is a joke at this point like the way that they speak to each other and they yeah, like little and everything. I can't believe yeah gone even before even before the gone thing he said something crazy he said something really rude like oh, if it was a rap that- battle they're releasing a new book um, about Liz Truss, um, his time, how she came to be prime minister. It's called Out of the Blue. And he was like, it's going to be out by Christmas. Is this in the name of the book or is this a prediction? Yeah. Or something like that. Like, yeah. God, uh, these people are there in commas to spit bars. They're not like, even Who, who, who ghostwrote for Keir Starmer? I want to know who his ghostwriter is because like, <laughs> what's the going on? People have been making like, the gone thing they were like how is this yeah not- with the house music and like the grind beats and stuff you know Munya Chihuahua listen I want to take literally just two minutes to shout out Munya Chihuahua like his whole thing obviously is like social political satire commentary but first of all his pen is phenomenal like he's actually genuinely such a talented I, the guy can bar the guy can bar but also I was thinking today like you know how I was saying before, I don't know if we're living in like a, do you guys think we're living in a particularly tumultuous political time? We are, yeah. right? Yeah. 
but, I think but we, we, have, are... but we have been for like five years yeah and I think also yeah. it's different because we have so much um the social media and everything you're so much more hyper aware of everything yeah. compared to before yeah. So I think we are living in it, but that's definitely amplified by and that. Also, uh, I think woke, woke culture contributes to that massively as well. I just think whenever that, whenever, however many years down the line, how many, however many decades later they're studying this time in history, Munya's gotta be like source material. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gotta be source material. Come on, I'd never do that, Jesus. Fantastic. <laughs> what did you say? I'd want to do that, GCSE If he's the source material. I think he's such a fantastic political commentator. Give him his flowers, man. He's sick. Anyways, yeah, that's that's all up what I want to say about him. Oh, while well, I was talking about the House of Commons, because like one day before Suella like dipped, she that whole thing with Keir Starmer happened, whatever, whatever. But then she she literally said, I'm a fighter, not a quitter. <laughs> and then, and then Yeah. No, I think well, she wasn't, I'm just I'm just saying she wasn't looking to to resign but then the Suella thing happens and then she resigned is what how it looks to me there's something going on in West I'm telling you I've watched two seasons I've watched 16 episodes of the capture don't believe what they tell you guys there's something fishy going on there always is I know it is definitely all to do with what's going on behind the scenes and what various um what's it called alliances are going on and who thinks what everything that definitely i think that's over the past 24 hours Mm -hmm. that's definitely um led to her resigning i think as well it was just so just sad to see as well like did you see all the stuff that was going on with the anti-fracking vote um yes last night in terms of these accusations of full-on bullying by the conservative party and there's actual like people have there isn't the actual video footage i've only seen a few pictures but there's been allegations of full-on coercion and physical manhandling of conservative mps by other conservative mps in order to force them to vote in line with the government like it's for like it's it's absolute chaos like this country has zero in political i'm sorry if it was any other country if it was like literally any other country in the global south the us and and the uk (laughs) and the western alliances would have been invaded by now to install democracy and a mcdonald's and a starbucks (laughs) (laughs) they would have been invaded in the name of what's it called um freedom yeah in the name of freedom because right now this is the the france story today like a video of um some french protest and there there must have been like riot guards or something like literally like charging at this sea of like protesters and they're like standing firm and protesting back i think yeah and I just look at that and I think, what's in the French's blood, Frenchmen's blood, that's not in the British man's blood? I don't know. I think we're just lazy. And again, this isn't <laughs> us telling well. this isn't us telling anyone to do anything, but obviously if you want to go and watch those videos and think about it yourself, you can do. British people are tired, man. Like we're actually just CBA of this. I don't even think it's that. I think I think they just they're just bootlickers. They just love the taste of leather. Well, this is the thing. Like, if, obviously- if they had been trying to kind of take matters into their own hands, and then now they've been like, "Okay, yeah, we we CBA and we're fine." But then, you know, the man. Do you know what's also mad? Have you heard that we're gonna have blackouts? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, potential. Well, already like, it started. It's, it's already started. started. In 2022, we're having blackouts. It's like already started. On Monday, I got a, in Monday, I got a, I got a text from my from my work saying that the Leeds office is, is don't don't come in on Monday because there's a power power for the whole day. There's just power outage in the Leeds office. Shock. Yeah. yeah, of course it's the north as well. Yeah. Sorry, but see, yeah. I, I heard apparently they're going to spread it out so that it's not. It's always different parts of the country, but yeah, we'll see. But why? Why twenty twenty two is Big Great Britain doing power outages because we can't afford energy? Like that's crazy. That's the thing. This is all going on. All this political turmoil, whilst we actually have real life problems, actually need to be solved, and they're just not getting solved. Yeah. And I think as as well, you've got the fact that um, so many people in this position now are like saying like, okay, um, I think the best thing now to do would be to call a general election. If you were thinking about what's best for the people, they're saying in their opinion uh, that you should call a general election because this would be the second prime minister that um, the general public has not voted for um, within the past like however long it's been and you just can't say like i think just the regardless of your views on the tory party before this past year the past year certainly they've just gone down a hill in terms of like just anything goes like we've seen that you, that's like it's just facts talking about them manhandling each other in parliament yeah again this is allegedly but i have i've seen a picture of it as well so i don't know how i don't know how skeptical this is because there's literal picture evidence of it happening i think i don't know i mean what do we think because obviously they've said that they are going to have a new tory leader who's obviously going to be the new pm by monday um sorry by by friday the 28th of october right which i don't get as well because how is it that it took like however yeah. long it took to get liz trust but you can now do it in a week i don't understand how that's gonna happen but also once this person is PM, do we reckon that they will stick or do we reckon that eventually there will be a general election? Or do we reckon there'll be another leader? Who's in the running right now? Yeah. So they've they've opened it up um so that people can start applying now, but um you have to have um like a vote basically from over a hundred MPs. Nah, uh, you lot am I mad? What if we could people tell ones? I don't know. Like she didn't show any interest last time. I mean, there, there. Are, I think there are a few that people are mainly saying will go for it. A lot of people are saying that Rishi probably will because obviously he yeah. came second last time. A lot of people are saying that Boris might come back. Yeah. Um, but also, like, who actually would want the job right now? Because she literally came in, killed the queen, screwed the country up, and then left. Just to be clear, she did not do any of those things like that that's very um said in what's the words just yeah just that's it yeah she didn't you know like apparently as soon as she announced her resignation the pound like increased a bit again she literally for 45 days or whatever it is like didn't do i don't think anyway a single good thing for the country and the queen's in our opinion so and now she's out oh, who wants, that. but who wants her job like who actually is gonna want her job this is the thing oh, right bare people, bare people they do it for the money they don't care about serving the country you know the salary of a prime minister is wham mm. she and you know what I'm, I'm seeing today like she did 45 days in office and now she's on a salary of 117k a year 
See, I did see oh, that, right. but then I saw like something about that being about what they can claim in expenses for their time. I saw in that it. as well, but then I also saw something <laughs> where it was like the the uh, length of your uh, premiership didn't actually matter. Okay, well, basically, she is set for life. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever the amount like, is. Yeah, <sighs> but. but it's just- like it's mad no one knew like a big thing that everyone had was that no one really knew of her before she came yeah, in I didn't. As, yeah from this pm like no one actually like really knows a lot about her she came in she did all of this and now she's going to go down in history it's the shortest in is it term. the shortest? Shortest, yeah. I'm pretty sure she is the shortest. Yeah, because yeah. Quasi was second, but only because the person who was shorter than that died back in the day. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. I actually don't know. I have no. I have no. No expectation. No, just nothing. Absolutely nothing at this point because I genuinely, as I said, I have been watching the capture, and I do think I'm quite privy to the inner machinations of British politics right now. And this was. In my opinion, this is all just orchestrated. I really do think it's all orchestrated. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have another one. I don't know if they're, they're like, how long that next person is going to last. Yeah. I don't know if they'll call a general election. Nothing. There's just, there's that. Elect the letters. Maybe if it was like five, six years ago, you would be able to predict what might happen yeah. based on precedent. But there's just no kind of, there's no, there's no precedent. Elect the letters. I like that, yeah, hundred percent. But um, do you want to have <laughs> a actual? Than the rest of them. Do you want to have a little internal bet as to um who's actually going to end up being the next PM? Then I'm gonna sensible guess. I guess would be Rishi. Yeah, I can't see Boris. I can't see Boris genuinely coming back. Yeah, I would say Rishi as but well. If I was him, I'd walk back into Ten Downing Street playing Many Men by Fifty Cent. Guys. <laughs> Is Rishi quite liked? Like, is, is he not quite liked, but is he like, are people all right with him? They are, innit? In, inside thingy, I think so, yeah. The yeah. thing is, you got to remember that the final vote is by the whole Conservative Party, yeah, if yeah. it goes down to two people, um, which if it does, obviously he lost that last time. I, I, I was surprised. I genuinely would have thought he won, because like we said, like, she, like Liz Truss didn't have as much of a pronounced public image as Rishi did. But when you think about her policies, she wanted low taxes. When you think about who the majority of the Conservative Party members are. I mean, that's just, that's totally... She spent her whole term putting in things and then apologising for them. That's just embarrassing. To be fair, though, I do think, whilst I don't necessarily agree at all with anything with what Liz Truss has done, and I just think the past six weeks have been a shambles... I do think, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm saying it's right that she is being held accountable and is, whether she's decided to, or whether she's been edged out, whatever, I do think that, um, would this have happened if she was a man? I don't think so. I think there's something to be said about how long Boris was able to cling on for, considering all his connections and stuff, compared to Liz Truss, who's coming and has just been kind of ousted out in six weeks. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Boris inside Parliament was everyone's mate, though. That yeah, I think that's it. It's all to do with connections, I think. Yeah, I think it's all to do with how your party deem you. Yeah, it's not a real job for them. They're actually just coming. They're just ch- they're chilling. They're just this is like you know like when you're doing year nine science and you get put in a group of your mates mm-hmm. and you're just messing about. That's what this is to them. 
I feel like that is such an accurate like way to put it. Yeah. It was like you know when you see the pictures of them all like eating, they've got like, their class pick, and you can pick out everyone in cabinet from the pick because they all went to school together. Yeah. You're like you must have talked about this in 1990 whatever and yeah. laughed about it back then. Now it's all your like reality. You're probably behind closed doors like laughing. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not real to them. It's actually not real because yeah. these lot they're getting paid regardless. Uh, well, Simran, you said Rishi first. Halima, you got to pick someone else. Oh, for God's sake. At this rate, I'm even saying I'm going to say the letters because that's how unserious this yeah. is. Put me down for the letters. That's how. If I woke up tomorrow is. and they said, like, new head of letters has been elected as prime minister, I wouldn't even, like, bat an eye. Honestly, I would put my phone down. I would roll over and go back to bed. Yeah. Right. I'm going to, Halima, you've got Boris, right? And I'm going to go with um, Penny Morden. I've just got a feeling. Yeah, I don't know. She's already started her campaign, hasn't she? And she filled in for Liz during this. Yeah, I I just, I had a feeling with the last election as well, and I'm just going to go back to it. Yeah. But once again, it's someone that we don't know. (sighs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any of these, like. And then, then, you know, the person who replaced Kwasi and Suella, are they... Already, they're going to have their job still, no matter who comes in as prime minister. No, I think the new person that comes in is then yeah, able to form a whole. Yeah, oh, so it's, everything's just. Oh my god! So that will be like five different chancellors. These people are doing ten jobs chancellors. right now. People were people were like, I've had like situations. <laughs> people were like, people were like, um, has Liz Truss even done her unconscious bias training yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have like what ninety days or something to do stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> it's like she hasn't even has she even done it? Uh, it's, it's not even long enough for internship. It's I would just let's just imagine like that's your legacy. I know what you're saying. She gets paid regardless, but like that's her thing in the history books now. I honestly think this was orchestrated. I think this was planned from the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't know whether it was orchestrated, but I think that I definitely think that the people who facilitated it knew what they were doing and they knew what was gonna happen. One hundred. But why? What? What great good does that serve? <sighs> It doesn't. It doesn't put any faith in anyone, and it doesn't help us get through this winter. Maybe it just distracts people. They don't care about us. Yeah. Or it is going to be a plan to get Boris in and be like, "Listen, you complain because you." I wouldn't be surprised. You know what? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm all right with that. You put me down for Boris because I'm not surprised. No, no. Yeah, I actually do think that's actually quite plausible. Sounds ridiculous, but at this point, it's pretty plausible. All three of the options that we've got, they're all plausible. That's my point. And do you know what? If there was a fourth person here and they said, oh, general election, that would, I would also be like, yeah, fine. Like, you just you can't predict what's going to happen. It's so unpredictable, man. Well, there's no, there's no policy. There's no guideline. There's no, like... It's a free Probably rounding this topic off then, if somehow it does end up that there is a general election or there's a general election called at some point in the coming weeks, um, how would people feel about that? Because obviously, I think all of us here probably would be in favour of seeing this um, Tory leadership go. However, um, I think we've also said in the past that we don't necessarily feel like there's a very strong opposition at the current point. There so. is no strong opposition uh, apart from when he's doing rap battle. <laughs> yeah, that's apart probably the most like sturdy I've seen him. That's that's genuinely the most vim I've, I've seen on him. Absolutely. Um, I I don't know. I I wouldn't. 
if I like, oh, oh, I would have to vote. Yeah. I don't know, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be because we said this, uh, um, Carlos, we literally said like, there's no like, um, you know, what's the, what's the word man? Concerted like opposition campaign that would make you actually want to go out and want to vote. If I vote, it's only because to because of the cost of living crisis. That's it. If yeah. I vote, it's literally because yeah. the country is in crisis. People are in poverty. That's the only reason. Not because I care about Keir Starmer because I believe in him or I believe in the Labour Party or I believe in any of their policies. It's only because yeah. if there's any chance that not that not as many people would die. Okay, yeah, fine. The thing is as well now we are literally voting short term as well because the amount that this could this can change in a matter of I was going to say months but weeks like it, that would be the most sensible way to vote based off that policy of who's going to help us survive the next six months. Mm. Well I think as well maybe if Labour did come into power I think the difference maybe would be that I don't think there's necessarily as much of a um what's the word, of a gap in terms of the different um, outlooks of people within the party. I feel like, because I feel like the problem with the Tory party is you have like, um, they all kind of have this same right-wing thinking, but then certain people have certain priorities and yeah, certain yeah. people have wielded more power, which then they influence like the whole like, 1922 committee thing who basically control everything. Like, I don't feel like Labour really has that in the same sense. I do feel like if we're going into like economic downturn and a recession potentially in the next like year or whatever, Labour's then going to get all the blame for that if they get put into power, which is ridiculous because it's 12 oh, years of Tory yeah. government. But I still feel like people will just forget everything and then just blame it on whoever's in power. And if it's Labour, they're going to get it even worse. Yeah thing is i don't get as well like they've been saying like oh we're gonna go into a recession we're gonna go into a recession how are we not already have we not been in a recession like i don't oh that's what i thought yeah yeah well well it's been made worse because of what liz trust managed to do in 45 days yeah rounding things off then any words of encouragement for the british people put your jumpers on it's gonna be a cold winter oh guys can i say something that's really really depressing oh no no you can't no can i it's my, birthday. it's my birthday you can't basically one of my friends she's um she works in a i won't say which store she works in a very popular retail store and they've opened like a they've they've re they've invested a lot of money into bolstering their like home department in this retail store it's a global retail store very very famous and um <clears throat> she like she's obviously because she's one of the managers in the store she's privy to like their strategy meetings and their marketing meetings and stuff like that and she was saying that they're literally having like global strategy meetings where they're saying like okay yeah we need to have less focus on things like lamps and um chairs and we need to focus more on blankets and candles because there's a cost of living crisis and people can't afford to put the heating on. Like these lot are actually sitting there preparing for such a horrible cost of living crisis that people can't even put their, they're relying on the fact that people will not have heating. Like the entire strategy, their marketing strategy, their sales strategy, their commercial strategy is literally reliant on the fact that people will be freezing to death. 
and the, the literally the entire strategy strategy is less less focus more on blankets and less focus more on candles. That's what people are going to be needing. It's mad, huh? Nothing great about Britain. Oh, it's terrifying. When when she said it, I was like, obviously it makes sense that like, they're going to do that, but it's just it's it was just so like no, because that's just like dystopian. <laughs> yeah, bro. We're going to play some music now. We'll be right back shortly. See you in a bit. <laughs> so, welcome back. It's Mango Masala on Pi Radio. It's my birthday today. <laughs> right. Simran, sit down. Let me... Right, guys. We're back. And in honour of um, Simran's birthday, we are going to be discussing a little bit about music because um, I say music is Simran's... One of Simran's things and it's been a while like it's it was like may 2021 i think since the last time we did like a proper music episode oh my god we're so overdue so i had to think about like what we discussed last time and i thought it would be probably good to do something a bit different because obviously you don't want to just sit, discuss all the same stuff again um so first of all just generic like what kind of music what artists etc what's everyone feeling at the moment all right you know what i'm gonna say it music sucks at the moment you said you said that (laughs) my opinion hasn't changed my opinion hasn't changed i had you know i had this conversation with a stranger on the street i can't even give you the context of this conversation now but i know some random person i really got into it once and we were literally like music sucks like there is nothing that is captivating anymore except fred again interesting i wasn't expecting that um curve i'm going to see him in december and i'm well excited because sorry to be a groupie but his boiler room really changed my life who's fred again it's uns uns it's like super amazing and he as a person is like guys guys you know what talking of uns uns i'm desperate to learn how to dj I keep oh yeah same okay so now i'm gonna have like actual money <laughs> for the first time in my life i'm gonna buy a deck i'm gonna no i've been looking at beginner lessons in london <clears throat> can we go together huh can we go together shall we they're not that expensive it's like so. there's one I... course that's like 10 lessons that's like 340 quid done that's all right, isn't that, it? That is an investment into my career. You know what I mean? Because every day, yeah, I'm on TikTok and I'm seeing these like female DJs, female DJs. There's this one like Bollywood mashups and Korea. I know I always see the ones that are doing like Bollywood mashups and stuff, which oh, I think man. would be my niche. And I'm looking at them, thinking, yeah, nice. I would do it ten thousand times better. I see the crowd wiling at them. I'm thinking now nah, the crowd would love me way more. What do oh, you not know? You're using the same generic. Well, we have to do it. I'm actually, I'm actually gonna look at it. I'm gonna shout you. Shout you someone. We have to. I, oh, it, oh, I can't. You know, I've, I've actually said it to too many people at this point. That it would be embarrassing. Yeah, same, bro. I put up my story every day. Like I'm gonna learn. My, gonna learn. One of my friends is like, yeah, when you become a DJ, I'm like, oh yeah, cough, 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 yeah, about that. <laughs> seriously, seriously, let's do it. I'm actually gonna. But yeah, he has my heart at the moment because <clears throat> if you haven't seen his boiler room, please go and watch it. And he's slowly releasing the main songs from the boiler room in an album. He's releasing them single by single and they're really good. And if you follow him on Instagram, he's a very sweet soul. He is the only thing that is keeping me like up to date with music because I care about this album a lot. I can't wait for it, for it to get released. But like, it's the first bit of freshness I feel like I've had in any kind of music scene in nearly a year now. 
that's nice. Good for you, Simran. I can't relate at all. But, that's but nice. other than that, music's boring. <clears throat> well, yeah, I can't know. like. I'm not. I'm not. But right, right now, I'm not. It's been a long time since I've been excited or probably even really listen to like an album or a body of work. I just listen to like random releases here, like oh, single. Yeah, yeah. Here and there, like... like even even if a big album comes out, first of all, I probably don't know about it until it's come out. Arctic Monkeys are dropping ten tomorrow. tomorrow like, isn't Arctic it? Monkeys have been dropping amazing singles that's all okay back to like not listening to music that you're supposed to be listening to yeah back to 505 arctic monkeys and bring me the horizon have really been doing it for me in the past couple of months well i don't listen to bring me the horizon but i've been listening to fans since day i love them honestly one of my favorite bands every other that's that's the only like body of work recently where i'm like okay i'm excited for that yeah yes yeah yeah yeah, i agree i'm gonna really listen to that honestly other than that it's just been all i'm listening to at the minute is just bollywood and afrobeats i can't even like every bit of like urban rap trap kind of like vibe does nothing for me every single time something goes viral or like everyone's talking about a song poland by little yachty what was that why is everyone talking about it? And we to, I didn't see anyone talk song. about it. Is it so the one where he's like, I want to take a walk yeah. to Poland? Oh. <laughs> what is that? I don't um, even get it. Um, I looked up and apparently walk is in codeine. Yeah. yeah. But that I don't get it. Everything is so generic. I've said this for years at this point. In fact, like, a Drake album follows a formula. Every song that he drops that he knows is going to do well follows the same formula he knows what he's doing and fair enough it's a marketing machine like it makes it makes so much sense but nothing's fresh anymore oh also the color violet by tory lane's great song shame about the person yeah sorry yeah you know what but i don't i stand by it because i there's not a lot of songs that i deem to be evergreen crew by by gold link i think makes yeah. it yeah. Evergreen. This song also evergreen. Interesting. I'm gonna make an Evergreen's playlist and I will publish it. Well, speaking of evergreen and autumnal vibes, Arctic Monkeys might be dropping tomorrow, but also Taylor Swift is as well. Not that I, 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 I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. I actually am though. Like, what's it called then? Midnights and oh. get this when it drops, Taylor Swift is going to be exactly 12,000 days old. What's the significance of that? Midnight. I want to hang up on you so badly. <laughs> Midnight, Midnight 12. Oh, 12. Oh, oh, yeah, genius. I know the Swifties are going you know, mad about that one. They're going crazy about that one. She's you know, you were saying how you have two types of twenty-six-year-old, and Carlos is like the official yeah. grown-up. Like, it's so funny. Right, guys, I, just I, give I, it a I have nothing against Taylor Swift, but I also am by no means a Swifty. If I am going to get onto what I'm feeling at the moment, there is one group that is literally i am obsessed with and i just want to couldn't see continue seeing them doing great things and their name is flow has anyone heard of them yeah they are great they are very they're very amazing they're, they're very cool they very can cool. actually sing Wait, and I'm harmonize bringing, bringing, that, bringing it back I'm exactly searching. like people have been pointing out like 
why is no one yeah. done this? Like, I do like, know, I do why, know in the past almost 20 so years. Obvious, right? It's almost yeah. so obvious. But it's not, it's not like, it's not kind of taking it back in a mimicky kind of way. It's still very, such a breath of fresh air, still very original, like innovative. It, they are yeah. genuinely, they are great. I do like them. And yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that like most of their music is produced by Monique as well. He's obviously, everything he touches is amazing. So, yeah. I love Flo. Flo, if you're listening, come to Manchester, please. I should have. Well, you know, in the great, in the in the words, the wise words of Tommy Robinson. What about Little Mix? R.I.P. What Tommy Robinson's doing? No, Little Mix. Is <laughs> oh, <laughs> Simran. Sorry, Simran. No, because Carlos loved Little Mix. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You sorry. You go sorry. Back, so I'm I get a little bit with harmony confused. <sighs> totally different anyway um, but no like i will say that with little mix like whilst i think they have definitely grown in terms of their talent like they're a lot more talented than they were when they first started out flow are at the very beginning of their journey and they're literally insane so i definitely it's very much serious with them like i do really and want them to do well. well yeah i like it a lot i want them to do well oh yeah good. Let's get, listen, I should have remade Simran's all-time top 10 list. What is it? Tracks? It was last updated on the 20th of January, 2021. What have you got? Oh, I have an updated version, 22nd of March, 2022. What was relatively recent. Sorry, I should clarify. These songs are not ranked based on like how actually good i think the song is though that is a big part of it but it's also about how they make me feel if they remind me of a good time or a or a significant what time in my life about, isn't there's, it? There's so much there's so much like contextual factors to it you know not just the fact that like oh do i think it, everyone in the world would like this song you know by mcknight you should be mine it's, it's kind of my stand-in track for like all old school r&b uh, number nine, Kendrick Lamar, Shireen, aka Master Splinter's Daughter. Amazing song. No one can shout at me about that. Eight, Gold Link Crew, Evergreen. But the Gucci Mane remix. Um, seven, sorry, <laughs> seven, Mac Miller, God is Fair, Sexy Nasty, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Amazing song. And I couldn't have not had Mac Miller on there. Number six, Joey Badass, Temptation. Coming in number five, Flashing Lights by Kanye West. Kanye West, very controversial. Flashing Lights, very good song though. Yeah. Number four, 505, Arctic Monkeys, duh. Yeah. Number three, Warning by Biggie. Number two, Cupid's Chokehold by Gym Class Heroes. Contentious, I know. Everyone gets shocked, but it was the first song I listened to that made me like music. That was number one last time we talked. Yeah, and now I've re-listened to this song enough times to make me realise that this is number one, Pink Matter by Frank Ocean really it's the best song ever it's just such an amazing song and when you dissect the lyrics chef's kiss surprisingly no weekend that is very surprising but i do have an honorable mentions list (laughs) oh my god valerie by the weekend uh ladies hit squad skepta to represent uk because there's no other uk on there she by tyler the creator Ladies by Slow Tie, so UK. Home by Nux and Waiting All Night by Rudimental. I've been waiting all night for you to, yeah, you know. Sign of the <laughs> there we go. Great. Well done, Simran. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. I mean, that wasn't on the list of things to talk about, but thank you for sharing your When I can bring up that list, I will always bring that list up. There's not a single opportunity that I miss to bring that list up. Last week, Saturday the 15th, was National Album Day. Obviously, um, we didn't discuss it then, but I thought a week out, what's the difference? And we're talking about music. So let's have a little bit of a talk about albums. What are some of your guys' or favourites or favourites albums of all time? Oh, gosh, good question. I'd say Good Kid, Mad City is probably one of my favourite albums. Bye. Kendrick. Big agreement. I don't know what else. I listened to singles. I don't really listen to albums. I... The best album of yeah the why did i not think of that of course and i would split it into three wow. parts for each of the three mixtapes did i say this last week i feel like you've said this in the past but like as in that that trilogy is up there like oh 100 yeah. up there obviously i know a lot of people are going to fight me about saying all time so maybe not all time but like in my opinion for sure all time um it's just a work of art and i, I can't keep beating the same because i've said it so many times in this show but so before it's time and that's all i'm going to say nice i don't know about me personally i'm not, i'm not really like a much of an album listener i would be tempted to maybe say one of um, michael jackson's um earlier um albums my problem, my problem with michael jackson if you yeah. if you take away michael jackson as a person you just yeah. Think about music. yeah i don't think the albums as a whole album there's not one standout that is banger after banger after banger after banger like like a 10 out of 10 album well for me like I think his first three as a solo artist, so um, Off The Wall, Thriller, and Bad, like I just, especially the first two, I just really, really like them a lot. Like, I I can listen to every single song apart from Thriller because I get a bit bit scared, but like, yeah. Carlos, what the heck? I watched the music video when I was like five and I got traumatized. Oh my God. I do hear that actually. Yeah. I do. Um, what's one that I was gonna say? Good Kid, Mad City for sure. And then for me, like I really want to say Born Sinner by J Cole, but I think that's got more to do with the time of life being represented for me. Yeah, same. I was about to say the exact same thing. Also, I can't believe I did not say this, but Nostalgia Ultra. And oh. Charlie. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a Frank Ocean stand like that. Like people that like worship Frank Ocean, I don't really. Listen, let me tell you guys something. Yeah, I was on the Frank Ocean hype from his like SoundCloud days. From uh, <laughs> oh no, wait, was that Nostalgia Ultra was, was Nostalgia Ultra after that. Yeah, so it's like Lundbury Collection was the first one that he, like, first mixtape. Yeah. I was on him from then. So, like, literally, when I was in, like, high school, my entire high school can literally be categorised, like, like with Frank Ocean music. Like, I'll think about Frank Ocean, like... No, I get what you're saying. And I do think, like, Channel Orange is an evergreen album. Yeah. But sure. I don't know if I would put it up there. No, but it's it's them ones where also Bonson is also one of those ones for me. It's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very sentimental value. Very guys, what the heck? AM. I literally tweeted this a few months ago. 
oh oh yeah yeah yeah. i was coming home from the gym one day and am was playing and i kid you not i pulled up to my driver and i sat in the car genuinely for about 40 minutes am is it's been is what like a decade nearly a decade timeless out yeah i agree 10 out of 10 sensational amazing phenomenal love it I also have to say, Jesus by Kanye West. Sorry, sorry, I know. Not even because it was sentimental and not even because it's a good album, just because of what it did for music. Fair enough. Fair enough. How about we switch this around a bit? And I think maybe some of the ones that you've said could be included in this, but what about the best debut album of all time? Oh, what? Like, would, it would Trilogy count, I think, right? Yeah. Trilogy would... Yeah. Yeah, that for sure has to be probably number one. Um, Nux's EP and Nothing Great About Britain, Slow Tie. You love your Slow Tie, don't you? Love Slow Tie. We'd do anything for that man. But like that, as far as a debut album goes, that's got to be like so up there. A for UK music and as a debut, like such a good album. Mm. Don't know about myself, debut. Um... Don't know. Is it like it is interesting to think though? Is there anyone who like with their debut body of work really like put themselves out there and was like, bam? No, because sometimes it's kind of like sometimes it's like an artist debut album with their most authentic sound. Because then after that, when they blow, it's kind of becomes you know poppy or whatever. So sometimes debut albums are some end up being the best. Like like I'll say the weekend is one example of that. His sound obviously changes and stuff like that, and but to some degree, it's still quite high crystal. Oh yeah, what like Wolf by Tyler the Creator was that his debut? Don't know, was it? No, Gob- Goblin, Goblin. What I would say Goblin up is up there for debut albums. Sorry. But then, but then, like you said, he's done a complete one eighty since then. Mm. Yeah, so that's why I think debut albums have a certain significance, you know. But I think in terms of like how much that album then like projected that person into stardom. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what counts as a good debut album, like how successful it made that person, no matter yeah. how different mm-hmm. their sound is now compared to them. Like, yeah. How did it act as like a stepping stone yeah. sort of thing? Yeah. What about favourite Asian track album artists that you're feeling or of all time? Because guys, in case you forgot, we are a South Asian oriented show. This is my bag now. (laughs) I can't decide. I actually, you know what, when someone was saying her top thingies, I actually went on my like top 25 most played on like iTunes and it's all just like my Bollywood playlist. My favourite of all greatest art, I don't know, okay, yeah, greatest art of artist of all time not Bollywood but like South Asian has to be Nusrat Fatali Khan just because like even now to this day and age Bolly every like like every Bollywood song is either a direct remake of one of his koalis or is influenced by the koali genre which is really interesting it's a very interesting comment given what koali is and given what how the you know it the Bollywood industry is used as like a vehicle to peddle like Hindu nationalism. Very interesting, very funny, very ironic. But I would say Nusrat Fadera Khan, the greatest of all time. His influence just absolutely, you can you can never understate it. But currently, some of my favourites, I love AP Dillon. 
Standard. I love AP Dylan. I just think, I think it's like, it's Punjabi music, right? And it's like Bangra influence, but it's not quite within the Bangra genre. Like, it's I feel like, that, like Canadian, like, 80s style. Like, yeah, he's so, I think he's so unique. Like, when you actually listen to it, like, the instrumental, the beats are like, not what you would expect someone to be singing Punjabi. But what do you think of his new album if you've listened to it? I've not listened to all of it yet, but I'd love, I'd, I'd love, I'd love it. I love it. I, I like it. I, I don't, I wasn't like. Yeah, wow, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, yeah. Really? I, I think, you know what, sometimes some of his music can end up sounding a bit samey, mm. but. I think the I problem know. is now is everyone now is copying what he's done and that's also yeah. contributes to that, I think. Yeah, no, but he's still my OG man. I just love him. I love him. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Obviously, you have like the OGs. Anything Rathbad Khan puts out, I'll listen to it. I'll love it. Same for like Atif Aslam. Mm. Sorry. Look at my... I, you like um, Nav, don't you, Simran? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He put out an album. It's okay. Yeah, it's very interesting artwork, very cartoony. Uh, yeah, he said, I think he commissioned this artist to do it, who's really talented on TikTok, who does, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but this kind of, no hate to Nav, because I love Nav, but it kind of goes back to what I was saying about not being excited about new releases anymore. Something like a new Nav album, and then I'm not really like, there's, there's one song I like off it, and it's the one with Don Tolliver. I think it's called One Time. I think it's, yeah um and other than that nothing else stood out and nothing else was like oh my god I'm so excited for this like I don't know if it's like because of the frequency that artists are dropping at now maybe if they just like spread them out a little bit more yeah I think a lot of artists as well particularly um Asian ones will kind of drop singles like two weeks apart in the run-up to a body of work and then released a whole body of work yeah. and then that's it for ages i don't really understand that like obviously i get you've got to kind of build up to the yeah. body getting released but it's kind of just that here loads for like a few months and then gone and i don't really like that i feel like that's also just like the, we've spoken about it so much but it's slightly like the nature of music anyway like yeah consumption trends are just so fast moving now mm. it's like you know the stormzy music video Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Which was like 10 10, like fantastic, great, yeah. great. And and I can imagine was so significant for yeah. the black British community. But I don't know if I've seen anyone actually talk about it after like the first no, it's so movie. true. Like it'll go number one on trending and then something else has happened the next day to like overtake that. I I yeah. And I think that's it was it's what makes music less meaningful to both the artist and because of that, it makes it we can tell it's less meaningful. Do you know what I mean? They're not actually trying to, to they're not trying to make substantial music. It's just whatever's going to be trending. I remember, don't you remember when like a Drake album dropped? I would honestly stay awake in the night to like till five in the morning until it became like midnight Canada time or whatever it was to listen to like a Drake drop. And then I remember like when views came out, no one could talk to me that whole day at school because I had my headphones in. I refused to talk to anyone because views was up. Like, and now sit with it. You'd sit with it, whereas now it's just kind of like it's it's gone and it and yeah. it's, it's gone very quickly. Like twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive drop, and I remember I just lay in bed in the dark and I listened to it twice. <laughs> who has the time for that anymore? I, I mean, I was probably like fifteen, but still, like, who even makes time to do things like that anymore? Like, no one. The artists, I think, care 
slightly less and that translates into the product and the marketing and then when it's released and stuff like that which makes the consumers care less and because there's so much option now as well you you can't care as much as you used to about one project because 10 are dropping on the same day i just need a revamp and maybe flow is going to be the one to do it i love flow coming back to the asian um artists though me personally i in terms of like new artists i really like um joash from manchester he hasn't right. released anything you know, me. you know i'm a big fan of that guy i just liked his story that yeah. i just liked his story today because he went to an awards show and then he was saying like i know i didn't win but like it just shows that asian artists are being considered in like this the realms of awards which <laughs> so we i know it's <laughs> yes. still, but like do you know what i mean like it was just it was a very nice I, story I, honestly i think he's sick and i think he's gonna go very far like He's so young. What, what? How old is he now? Like, what, 19, 20 or something like that? I think 20 now, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very young. But when he was starting releasing music that was, like, really high caliber, high quality, great music, he was, what, like, 18 years old? Yeah. And he's already making such an impact. And, and like, the music is genuinely great, yeah. you know? And Definitely. I love this. And, 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 like, he's very, like... Um, uh, concertedly South Asian sound. is very concerted. Because I feel like a lot of the a lot of the kind of canonical staple South Asian music that we have is so much from like the older generation. Mm. So it's, it's so nice to see like how, how it's being passed on and how it's, you know, transforming and reinventing itself as a genre. Yeah. In terms of like female vocals, I think one of my favorites definitely from um, London Pritt. She's really, really got like mm. a unique vocal style Um, really enjoy stuff she puts out. Um, probably like coming up to the final question that I had, but it relates to like my some of my favorites as well. I was gonna say, what's your dream artist link up? Um, but for me, it would actually probably be like I I've literally thought in my head like if I was a producer, like and I like was like put down tracks and stuff, I would get four artists. I would get um Hera, Raheem. Um, Bill O'Shahid and Sam um, ain't those four artists they're just like all like kind of like high male vocal like R&B style vibes I think they would just go together so well and like also you got you got your um, I think here is Punjabi then you've got um, Raheem I think he's Pakistani Bill O'Shahid Bangladeshi and Sam and Tamil I would literally that would be such like a good link of like I, I I really want that to happen. I would just Very play that. Carlos, yeah. Carlos, make it happen. You're the mutual yeah. connection. I actually will. I'll make a track and reach out to them all, and then we'll get it done. But I would actually literally they. I just think they're all very they're all very talented in their own right but just that's my kind of music like something like like i said that high male vocal r and b vibes but putting in like a little bit of like South Asian music influence as well. Like yeah. I like them a lot. Honored, honored, honored. But yeah, what about you guys? And just it doesn't have to be Asian artists, but who's like your dream link ups? I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't, didn't even know what to say for this question when you put it on the chat. I was waiting for a bot. <laughs> yeah, no, there I mean, it's hard because like I'm trying to think of link ups that also haven't happened already. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Do you think there are any link ups that should have happened but haven't? Or, like you're surprised that haven't like like i don't know like i kind of did think that like not now but like back in like 
pop's heyday i'm surprised that like someone like beyonce and rihanna never did anything together oh yeah i was also gonna say i'm surprised like uh j cole and kendrick never made an album together well, said for the longest there there was one. They? where is it yeah there was like even a snippet that came out in like, but, like that never happened rihanna's coming back to music yeah for black yeah sorry yeah 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 I, but we're also i think sadly past the heyday of like canadian rap supremacy or at least in my head but like you know the days where it'd be like the weekend party next door drake and they'd all collab and they'd all be on each other's albums i miss that yeah make it happen okay i'll message nav yeah <laughs> You're telling me to get these uh, eight in these British Asian artists together. You do it with them. And I'm going to get Drake. Drake? Yeah. <laughs> Drake is so local that I wouldn't be surprised if he actually randomly responded. It'll drop a bar in his next yeah. um, album, something about um, Simran from um, Slough. <laughs> Simran from Slough, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> it. I'm, like, blushing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. So round things off, then. I put together a little fun would you rather music wise. Oh, okay, Kadeem, so, shout out to you. I know, yeah, shout out to Kadeem for inventing would you rather. Yeah. For, for putting Michael Masala on. Um, <laughs> Isn't he like six? He's so cute, man, every day on his I love him. Would you rather? He's nine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, obviously, both answer, and I'll answer as well. Would you rather listen to your least favorite genre for 24 hours or or like straight or never listen to your favorite genre for six months? Least favorite for 24. Yeah, yeah. I think Short so. Yeah, exactly. like country music, like it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, no, but mine would be like scream, scream. Yeah. Scream. Oh, I love it. Oh, come off it. That's, that's fun. Oh, you like Bring Me the Horizon, don't you? They like doing that yeah. a bit sometimes. Yeah. That's your, you said that's your least favorite. Like, not not Bring Me the Horizon, but the death metal that just screamed yeah. the whole time. Like, that used to be me growing up. No. No, thank you. But, like, okay, if we're going to, how wide are we talking about when it comes to genres? Because, like, if we're really talking about it, I'd say, like, Baby Shark, like, kids' music would be my. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, probably country music or, like, really, what's that, like, it's like a mashup of, like, dubstep and DB. There's a name for it. I don't know what it is, but, like, it's really oh, hard on the ears. How is that, like, hard on the ears, but the screaming isn't? Don't know. But there's something peaceful about the screaming. That worries me a bit. <laughs> Moving yeah, like, on. When it's like high pitch and like screechy because it's all like electronic, that's probably my worst, if not country. I don't. So also, like, I wouldn't say I'm a country fan, but I wouldn't say it's my least favorite. That's interesting. I feel like that is the kind of stereotypical thing to say. To be honest, it's really not that bad. Yeah. It's just huge but, because she's so eclectic. Yeah. I know. But this question, I think it is quite easy. You would rather take like the short fix of just listening to it for an, a day. Yeah. 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 Right. Would you rather be a famous singer yourself or be able to bring your favorite dead singer back to life? No, I'd want to be a famous singer. Really? Yeah. Um, no, no, it's long. It's long. The paparazzi, the famous long. 
You, you know, know all about that. Can't even handle mango masala. You can't. <laughs> I actually get, I actually get one like negative comment of anything we do, and it ruins my week. Oh no, it just makes me angry. Um, I the only reason I say it is because now that I've been working corporate for four days, yeah. Not for whole days corporate body come on yeah and now i'm just realizing like people that have jobs where they're like influencers or whatever like they do i'm not saying they have it easy to say like i'm like no they have it easy <laughs> let me i'm sorry to interrupt you wallahi i was thinking i was trying to be nice i was trying to be nice oi listen i went to dinner with my friends yesterday and one of them she's a lawyer and where she lives like a very very nice like refurbished area of London with all the high-rise fancy apartments and a lot of influencers live there and she got she made friends with like one influencer couple on TikTok I'll tell you you guys afterwards and they know that she's a lawyer so like they kind of like uh, they're in the process of hiring her for like for their personal uh, their personal lawyer basically and she drafted like a contract for uh, for a uh, engagement and it was like six shorts like you know short videos like for youtube they're like what one minute long guess how much stop it how and much they're not, even, they're not even bait bait like that right. they're big so for six shorts yeah so um, like six minutes right maybe like 60K. yeah 60k maybe 10k per post or something i don't know oh no no, no 20k they're not they're not bait 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 like that they're like just yeah. slightly bait but still, still 20k for like six, six minutes. minutes and obviously the more 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 thingy you are the more bait you are i bet you there's bear man that getting oh, yeah. paid 10k for one minute yeah yeah, yeah. and i sat there and i'm thinking oh my god do you know the amount of people that tell me to start making videos and i just don't do it oh stop it i'm gonna have to start making videos now honestly oh. i'm gonna start blocking everything from now on mango masala on cameo but yeah, oh yeah. But it's making it's just making me realize, yeah, like people that have jobs where like you do have the freedom to like control your day a little bit more and like you can X out of work quickly to like just do something personal, like because you just can. No, right? like, that's me, even though I do nine to five corporate too, but whatever. No, but I think as well, like it's also to do with appearance as well. Like I feel like we all we all will look at influencers and kind of maybe feel a bit jealous of that they look so stereotypically nice or they have really nice bodies, etc. But realistically, they've got the time or they've got the resources to make themselves oh, look nice as well. I think yeah. they forget that a lot. One hundred, one hundred. Yeah. Anyway, back to music. Um. So I think we wait. Simran wants to. <clears throat> become Absolutely. a singer Halima yeah. wait so who are you bringing back to life then uh, I always get confused because isn't it his son or nephew is still doing music yeah also, a big thing is I would I would say Mac Miller shouldn't see what's happened to like his music since he's passed away I don't know. that's who i'd bring back and i think he would not i'm saying it like i know him but like i like i just don't agree with what's been put out since he's passed away uh, i think i would rather be a famous singer because i think the thing is, is that's really annoying is like obviously <clears throat> i come from a musical background i can actually sing in tune but i just don't sound good same 
I've never met anyone with the same problem as me. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know what it is, like the tone or like what it is, but like, it just doesn't sound good. But if I sound, if I sounded good, then it would be over for everyone. Cause like, I'm- oh, oh my God, I, I literally have been saying this. If you could see me in the car and in the nighttime driving and I put on Trilogy by the weekend, I am hitting every note flawlessly, but it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah exactly like it sounds good when you've got it blasting then you turn it off for a second and it's just like Ugh. yeah yeah um halima we you don't need to come and we know what you're singing it's like i do routinely get told i am the worst singer that anyone has ever heard i wouldn't go that far oh some of the things that people have said about my voice i don't know if i've actually belted out my singing in front of you lot though well you would say it this kind of links to the next one. Would you rather have an amazing voice or be able to play every instrument? Oh, every instrument. instrument, instrument. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be cool to just be able to jump around and the violin on the saxophone. That's like James Blake. Can he do a lot of instruments? He's just insane in concert. Like he's no way. I've got to be up there with people I've seen in concert in terms of like no just way. sheer talent on stage. Like no it's insane. Right, so we're all the same on that one. Would you, well, I think given our discussion, I think we know this as well. Would you rather um, only be able to listen to singles or only be able to listen to albums in full? Oh, singles. Yeah, I'd do singles as well. Album. Nah. You've just said, like, you you can't believe. I swear, like. That's kind of a flawed question because if, like, you could just listen to the sim- single separately from an album. No, but you can't. You you can only listen to albums like all in one, like from start to finish. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, if you wanted to listen to trilogy, you'd have to listen from the very start of mixtape one all the way oh, to mixtape three. No, no, no. Then singles. Like, it's not like you can't pick from the albums. Yeah, you can only, but that's, you, oh, I see. Like singles, you could just listen like if I but then i'm just thinking the only reason i said albums is because you'd miss so many gems if you only listen to singles that's no, the thing you don't listen to those songs though but separately not as part of the album. only if they're released as a single oh yeah, yeah so you can't listen to some random song off the album that slaps but wasn't released as a single yeah it's tough but then, like, i don't know going back to trilogy i couldn't listen to 29 songs just to get to like the last one that i want to exactly. listen to exactly yeah that's the thing like you can't listen to just one song <laughs> of the album you have to go all the way through and like think about how many albums have like skits and interludes and like yeah. random it's, i'm too impatient for that yeah, yeah i'd have to do a single yeah right and final one would you rather only listen to one song for the rest of your life or never be allowed to listen to the same song twice? <gasps> that one, second one. Yeah. But then, but then imagine listening to a song and being like, this has changed my life and then you can't listen to it ever again. Yeah, but yeah. you can only listen to one song then for, for all of your life. No, I know you'd go crazy. You might listen to one song and it's like amazing, but there'll be similar genre songs in like. The, the I just can't imagine the feeling. I know I'm with you, but like also imagine the feeling of like listening to a song and being like, wow, and then just never being able to listen to it again. Yeah, true. The thing That's- is, as well, though, I feel like with a lot of songs, it grows on you. So I feel like true. you maybe wouldn't have that problem because you'd hear it once and be like, meh. But yeah. then if you l- listen to it more, then you would actually like it loads. 
So I feel like you would have to go with the second one because just listening to the same song over and over again is just probably going to round things off there. But shall we do it so that we have, to end the episode, we'll have one track each that we want to play of our own. Mine is, it's called Nasha by Amar Jalal Group. Um, and it's like a, a studio session and they're like, this live instruments, live vocals and stuff like that. And it's just a really great song and it's just a really great composition. And I, you have to watch the video as well as like listen to it. Like I just like the vibe and the chemistry of the performance. Mine is, it's called Cami, and then in brackets, Like I Do by Fred Again, because Fred Again has been the one breath of fresh air I've experienced from music in a very long time. I'm super excited to see him in December, and he's just an amazing person. And to round things off, I'm going to play um, Not My Job by Flo, because it's their latest single, and I wouldn't say it's necessarily my favourite, but it's the latest track, and yeah wish them all the best thanks a lot guys for tuning in make sure that you give us a follow on instagram at mango masala radio and we'll be back same time next week 2 to 4 p.m on pi radio see you then bye guys see you next week